0: And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's wild and wonderful. What's going to happen? We have no idea. Let's sit back and enjoy the ride. Can I get a wowser bowser Wednesday? Because God is in charge of this crazy bus called the Christian Journey. First, this is the time of year that we get to reflect on the wonderfulness of the incarnation of Jesus Christ. But of course, we should be reflecting on the incarnation of Jesus on a regular basis. But even more so is important than that is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And you say, well, why is that? And it's the simple reason because the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ— proves that everything that Jesus said is true. And without the resurrection, there is nothing to look forward to. So no, Christian existentialism is not real. The core of our faith is the resurrection. Now get ready for this. Next, that being said, (laughs) the time for Christian fuddy-duddies is far over. Dave, there's so much commercialism in Christmas, so what? You don't have to walk your Christmas the way the world walks theirs. I mean, seriously. They don't even believe in Jesus. Now, how can I say that? Because they bounce around with psycho psychobabble saying, uh, saying stuff like it's all about feeling good or it's all about magic or it's all about the family. No, it isn't. It's all about God reconciling the sinful humanity back to himself. And finally, buying gifts for people, having gatherings, and yes, Even a Christmas tree is not offensive to God any more than when you and I say Thursday, which is named after the God Thor. So could you give it a rest, Mr. and Mrs. Scrooge? If you don't want to have fun, then don't be a jerk toward everybody else. I'm pretty sure that's not Christ-like, and no, Santa is not an offshoot for Satan any more than dog is an offshoot for God.
1: David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ, and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM, and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience.
0: Welcome to the David Spoon experience, Local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. Lessons for surviving, living and prevailing. Politics, entertainment, and current events. personal revelations, spiritual observations, my life's insanities and muve. So much more. Hey, we're asking you what do you think? You can email us during the show, david at org, I'm sure I'm going to get a bunch of emails from that intro. David at org, You can text us, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483. Or you can call us, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. But be aware, when you make that phone call, just be aware. You're going to be talking to Dynamite D. Hello,
1: lucky person. You got the number right, because you are talking to, kid, a dynamite. Dynamite.
0: All right, talking to Dynamite D, that's like winning an all-inclusive vacation to Hawaii.
1: That's lovely, Dave. That's right. Especially around this time of year.
0: Wouldn't you like to have that?
1: Feet in the sand.
0: (laughs) Or the Bahamas, or anything thereabouts. Okay. I had one to Costa Rica once. Eh, Anyway, (laughs) that's all I'm going to (laughs) say. I'm going to get a response from that, too. That's okay. Here's the bottom line. Maybe you've got a question, a thought, a comment, an opinion. Okay? Now, look, I just gave a very strong opening on my opinion. I'm I'm just—I'm just— Old enough as a Christian to know, that's enough. Everybody stop humbugging around. You don't want to celebrate it, don't celebrate it, but don't drop that legalism on other people. Stop it, okay? You think God's up there going, oh, they're celebrating. Okay. The the world celebrates, they always do it wrong. Christians can celebrate with the right spirit, the right heart, the right mind, and there's nothing wrong or weird about that here is the bottom line. You might have an opinion to that, a comment to that. Maybe you've got a thought, a question. Maybe you've got a praise report. Maybe you've got a prayer request. We're here for you. Maybe you know the answer to this. True or false, Jesus had four half-brothers. That's the trivia question. True or false, Jesus had four half-brothers. You think you know the answer? You can reach out to us. You can call 972-445-0770. You can text 214-210-8483. Or you can send an email, David at he must increase There you go. I've dropped it all out, threw it right out on the table. There you go. Jesus had four half-brothers. Yes or no? And so that's true or false. And uh for everybody else who's looking for something to understand why we're doing Christmas a wee bit early next week and I have mentioned this before and we'll mention it again it's kind of important next week on Wednesday and Thursday and then I'm just going to verify this. On Wednesday and Thursday, we are being preempted for basketball, which we support basketball. So we support SMU. We support the the, the TCU. We support all the colleges in in uh, Texas except for when they play Michigan. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Michigan. <laughs> Michigan. Yeah, I'm from Detroit. What do you want? All right. So uh, anyhow, what we want to do is we want to say this is going to be preempted next week, Wednesday and Thursday, possibly Friday too depending on how they do on Wednesday and Thursday. So I'm just telling you ahead of time. Therefore, I decided to do some of my Christmas teachings earlier. Okay? Uh, I just uh, don't have a problem with Christmas other than my one Christmas tree story where the tree overwhelmed me. It it took me away. Okay? That was uh, just the saddest thing. But anyway, we'll deal with that another time. In the meantime, somebody's ready to answer a trivia question. Let's send them on through knock knock this is david who am i talking to this is gary how are you today i'm doing good gary how are you doing well i'm making it i'm i'm making it okay well you're making it but making it okey dokey or you need a little bit of a push or what What do you need you need a little bit of well
1: i need a little push i need to get to feel a little better Yeah. all right
0: well we're gonna pray for you because i love you and i just want you to be blessed okay all right <laughs> before we get there though True or false? Jesus had four half brothers. Is that true or false? That's true. That is correct, Amanda. It was James, Joseph, or Joseph Simon, and Judas. That is correct. It is Mark chapter six verse three is a good reference point for those that are trying to find it. Excellent job, my brother. It is true. And uh, I just I'll, I just can't get away from it because I want to talk about Joseph and this uh, teaching today and it's really a, a, a teaching I really like but I just think if you are a half brother of Jesus I mean how do you compare <laughs> yeah, <I'm right. laughs> clean up your room like Jesus what? <laughs> you know what i'm saying it'd be like that would just be so unfair anyway let me pray for you that the lord will just touch you and comfort you okay cuz you okay. love you in the lord let's pray father we come before you right now lift up our dear brother to you we just ask you to touch gary with such power and such refreshment and he's feeling it today it's kind of like hard on him today but you know what lord there's nothing that escapes you no thing that is impossible for you to do in touching the human body. And we ask you to touch his body. Fill him. Let him know that the power that comes from you is inside of him and give him some vitality and energy. We pray and lift him up before you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank you very much. And I've been praying for all of you and I'll continue to pray for you. You got it, brother. Thank you so much. God bless you. Take care. All right, you guys keep praying for Gary. He's our buddy. You keep praying for him and all the people that you hear about. That'd be really, really important. Okay, uh, gave you the schedule. Gave you this. Oh, one thing I did want to tell you. So, guess where the Lord has brought me in some of my devotions. I'm in Exodus, so I can tell you that Exodus is forthcoming in some of our teachings. So, I'm I'm looking forward to that. Okay, uh, we're past time, so we're gonna. You want to mess up time? What do you want? How do you want to handle this? So I'm gonna let you tell. Let's me. mess it up. Let's. We're gonna mess up time. Okay.
1: Matthew chapter 1, verse 24. <laughs>
0: uh, I've taught this before. I love teaching this. It is one of my favorite teaches. You will understand. It is just something that just doesn't get taught a lot, and I really like it. Matthew chapter 1, verse 24. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. Okay. Okay. What did Joseph do? He woke up, did what the angel of the Lord commanded him to do, had it in a dream, right? Okay. By the way, just so you can know, his instruction was from God to him personally. It wasn't written in a book. There was no book. There was no Bible. There was no New Testament. He's not pulling this out of the Old Testament. So he's not pulling this out of the 39. The Lord spoke to him in a dream, said, take her, take her, make her your wife, right? Let's just understand something about Joseph before we get everything off the board, before you say anything, do anything, whatever, because Mary gets taught about a lot, and she should. But so should Joseph, okay? Joseph, by the way, means Jehovah increases, which is not an accident that he's the dad, right? This isn't like a oops kind of thing. But one thing he was that we could all learn to be or should be is he was obedient, like the lord said do something he's like okay <laughs> see sometimes the lord will tell us and we're like okay but first of all i want to see this and you got to prove this and i want to know this and i want this answer and you got to do this and it's like this guy had a dream and he was like okay and that was it and his willingness to be obedient demonstrated That he is one of the first in the New Testament to do something that's more amazing than most people could ever recognize. He is defining himself as a successful Christian by being obedient to God. You know how you succeed as a Christian? Do what God tells you. Not have money, not have property, not have land, not have family, not have kids, grandkids, great-great-grandkids. Do what God tells you. Then you will be successful. That's how you—that's how you measure success as a Christian. We'll take our break and then come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience, right here on kaam 770, the True Station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere.
1: Since the dawn of the internet, people have been looking for a website they can be proud of without costing an arm or a leg. People want a quality website to promote their ministry, business, hobby, or passion. Introducing Cowpunch Sites. Cowpunch Sites can help you create and maintain a quality website. From design to security, Cowpunch does it all. Cal Punch is a family-owned and operated business, taking a fresh approach to business. Lots of clients at lower prices. Make mom happy.
0: The most significant benefit of working with Cowpunch Sites is that you work with real people, not cheesy templates. No outsourcing. It's $57 a month, and there's no setup fee and no cancellation fees. When you go to cowpunchsites.com dad. That's cowpunchsites.com dad. That's me. Oh, Did I mention that it's $57 a month? Cowpunch Sites, $57 a month, and that's no bull.
1: Um, Dave, this is a nice radio station.
0: Oops, sorry. That's cowpunchsites, $57 a month, and that's no bull there, that's better. Cowpunchsites.com slash dad. My entire life, of course,
1: I mean, you know, my career used to be the, you know, the only thing I cared about, you know, in a sense. And now my family is my priority. So I still love my career and I love what I do for a living. But it, it keeps me grounded because, you know, the the primary thing for me now is making sure that, you know, I've got a active and healthy family life.
0: You know, it's really, it's our privilege. We want you to know how much we appreciate it. I think your talent is uh undersold in the context that it's not promoted enough i think some of your stuff is just I- anything that makes me laugh especially in the way the world is now anything that makes me laugh i love i think it's gold so i think you've I really done a lot it. of gold
1: the christian faith is being attacked 50 years ago people would disagree with christianity but with a sense of respect those days are over the rage the flesh the enemy and the atmosphere of sin is growing and growing Jesus said in Matthew 24, the love of many will grow cold. And if it's not the end now, it's certainly a lot closer than it was yesterday. You may be from a Baptist background. David Spoon has that. You may have a Pentecostal background. He has that too. You may have a non-denominational background. Yep, he's got that as well. You may be from the Church of Christ, Presbyterian, Methodist, Church of God, or some other denomination. But if you're looking for a show that's Bible-based, spirit-led, and a bit nutty, give David a listen for a while. If you like it, great. If not, no worries. The David Spoon
0: Experience. Oh, Welcome back. To the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's amen 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here is your next trivia question. After his escape from prison, the Apostle Peter went to the house of whose mother? After his escape from prison, the Apostle Peter went to the house of whose mother? If you think you know the answer, by the way, that's Acts chapter 12, in case you're trying to figure out the location. If you uh, have that answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can text in 214-210-8483, or you can send an email, david at org. I'm warning you, I'm getting ready to do my next set of Christmas jokes. We did, right? We did him yesterday, right? That's right. That's right. People are like, we're going to be done with that, right? No. <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, trivia question again. After his escape from prison, the apostle Peter went to the house of whose mother? Okay. There you go. Uh, Acts chapter 12 is I'm um, pretty sure where you want to be. Okay. In the meantime, got my jokes right here. Got my favorite board man right there. He's got the buttons right there. And here we go. Ready? You ready? Okay. Here's, here's, these are just one-liners, just like yesterday. What do you call Santa's most impolite reindeer? Rudolph. <laughs> what does Santa eat for breakfast? Frosted flakes. Say whee! This this one. Tell me what you think of this one. This is great. Ready? What's red, white, and blue all over? A sad candy cane. You need to grow up. (laughs) You like that one? A sad candy cane. (laughs) What's red and white and blue all over? Come on. Uh, What do you call Santa when he's wearing earmuffs? Anything. He can't hear you. Okay. What in the wide, wide world of sports? <laughs> where, of course, where does Santa cash his checks? At the snowbank. Holy Jesus. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> what did one snowman say to the other? <laughs> this is so good. What did one snowman say to the other? Does it smell like carrots to you? Mission failed. We'll get them next time. <laughs> Smell like carrots to you. Uh, okay, and who delivers Christmas presents to cats and dogs? Santa Paws. Okay. <laughs> Santa Paws. Come on. How are those? Did you like those? Those were did you just like those? Yeah, you didn't like the blue red iffy. I
1: think I like one of just eight, a okay,
0: bit better day Okay. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you that, but red, white, and blue a sad candy game. <laughs> The one I think is actually the funniest is the carrots. The snowman says, it smell like carrots to you? <laughs> I'm sorry, people. You have to put up with this. There's no... <laughs> No, there is no escaping. Uh, after his escape from prison, the Apostle Peter went to the house of whose mother? If you think you know the answer, you want to reach out to us, 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483 or send an email david at org. This is by far my favorite little teach in Christmas. Outside of the the, the depth of Christmas and what it is and the reconciliation and the incarnation and Jesus becoming one of us all, that this to me is like the greatest thing. It just seems so simple, and I just don't know why it's not talked about every single year. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 19. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace he had in mind to divorce her quietly. Okay? And I'm going to say this, and you're going to think I've lost my mind, but just listen. You will fully understand. Joseph, the first thing he was, he was obedient. But the second thing was, he was not a jerk. Okay? Now, but let me explain that. Okay? Okay? People get into the holidays and they get really weird and like legalistic and whatever. It's like, look, if somebody else is enjoying it, you don't have to do it. Just relax. Just be calm. Just take a deep breath. But here's the reality. Mary comes to Joseph. At some point they get together. And what does she say? I'm pregnant. And then Joseph, probably being a normal guy, says, whose is it? And Mary, being honest as she was, goes, It's God's. (laughs) Now, I'm not sure how people don't understand that if this happened in today's society, good luck, it would be, (laughs) it would be, how many movies would this be, you know? I'm pregnant, who's the father? God. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) right? And so here, Joseph, he I mean, and he's hurt. It's, this is the excuse. It's like she's not gonna sit there and say it was it was Frank, it was George, it was Harry. It's like the Lord did this, the Holy Spirit did this. And he still wasn't gonna put her away painfully. Isn't that just an amazing? Just think about how amazing that is. That, that he listened, and instead of responding and trying to get vengeance or trying to get revenge or trying to make her pay, he went the opposite direction just said, all right, I'm going to be cool about this. And I know that sounds goofy, but there's a lot of Christians in many times in situations where we are much less than cool. And it's like, you know what? Be cool. No, no, it's not. Jesus, I mean, Jesus is living inside of you. Through the Holy Spirit, you have Jesus in your heart by faith. The Holy Spirit actually lives inside you. You are connected to the Father. You have eternal life. Calm down. Take a deep breath. Don't be jerky. Joe was merciful, compassionate. And then this other thing, and I know you guys have heard this before, and this is another one of those big things. Luke 23, this we're just skipping around a little. Jesus himself was about 30 years old when he began his ministry. He was the son, so it was thought of Joseph, the son of Heli. So here's the thing about Joseph as well. He was obedient, he was not a jerk, and he was a step-up parent. You're thinking, what? Not a step-parent. A step-up parent. That's somebody who comes into the family and adopts and loves and cares and lifts. That's somebody. He was a step-dad by legal definition. He was a step-up dad. How close was he to his son? Close enough where Jesus went into the family business. Carpenter. It's just like, think about... The commitment of spirit, the commitment of heart and mind, and throwing yourself and pouring yourself. And it wasn't, it wasn't like Joseph was he had the dreams, and so that part is good, but he wasn't there when Mary had the angel encounter with Gabriel. And so he still he stepped up. God, listen to this, God thought. Joseph worthy to the level of him being the guiding father in the life of the Messiah. And he wasn't even involved in the, it's like, this guy was great. And I I think we need to I think there needs to be some, like, okay, well, you know, let's, I think there should be, uh, and I have a whole teaching on Mary doing the same kind of thing, but I think Joseph should get the the props, man. It's like, what this guy, he was obedient, he wasn't a jerk, he was merciful, and he stepped up because he was just that kind of person.
1: You could tell that he had the right spirit in him.
0: Exactly. It's, it's, like, it's like, instead of just being this really uh, terrible, and there's a lot of, terrible people it's a lot of terrible men and terrible women don't get the wrong impression there but he was so good he took care of jesus i mean that's just like wow, that's so great not even his he was a step-up parent anybody you know that's a step-parent that's a step-up situation they are stepping up to the plate even if you're the person if even if you're the parent then there's somebody else that's a step parent and they're doing a good job you should you should at least acknowledge that i mean that's just the reality of it okay all right we'll take a break and then come back you're listening to the david spoon experience uh i didn't give the answer to the trivia did i oh john mark john mark's house anyway we'll say it when we get back uh take our break right here on KAAM 770 the true station here in Texas we'll be right back david spoon experience verse 39 when they came up out of the water the spirit of the lord caught philip away the eunuch never saw him again but went on his way rejoicing verse 40 meanwhile philip found himself farther north at the city of azotus he preached the good news there and in every city along the way until he came to caesarea he was in caesarea by the way for 20 years which explains why he had the daughters but here's what i want you to catch while he was in route he landed in the exodus However he got from point A to point B is amazing. We don't even know. But what he did was he preached the gospel in every city along the way until he came to his destination. And if you cannot recognize, that is a testimony from God saying you are take the gospel wherever you go until you reach your destination, which is either you being called up to the Lord personally, corporately, or however it's going to take place. Every place we go, everywhere we are, we take the gospel. That does not mean you grab a, uh, a, a, you know, microphone. It does not mean you grab some kind of a uh, bullhorn and scream at people with the gospel. You just make sure that you are sensitive. That's the very DNA we talk about all the time. You're sensitive to the Lord. You're taking the gospel with you wherever you go. You're recognizing that wherever you go, you might have a one-time encounter with somebody, and they might make a decision for Jesus just based on that encounter. Noelle and I had that exact thing happen on our way from San Diego to Rockwell, to Fate. And we met somebody at a, from a hotel that we were at and talked to them one time and prayed with her. And she became a Christian. And we never saw her again. It's not, it's not our call. It's up to the Lord. Just be Available. You don't have to be It's the word I'm looking for. You don't have to be Billy Graham. Like I said, Billy Graham wasn't Billy Graham. In other words, just be yourself. Be available. You never know what the Lord will do and how he'll use that. Okay? That's what's so cool about this test. Now we finished up to chapter 8. Now Acts chapter 9. We're going into Saul, and that is some serious stuff. Here is the trivia question. What was the affliction of the woman who was touched Uh, who touched the hem of Jesus' robe, and she had an issue with bleeding, an issue of blood for uh, quite some time, as we know, 12 years, the issue of blood. That is what she sought the Lord for, and she touched him, and then Jesus healed her physically, socially, psychologically, and emotionally all together at one time. Isn't that cool? Jesus is cool. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at K-A-A-M-770, the truth station here in Texas. That's kaam 770 the truth station here in Texas. I, th- I think it's funny that I was talking about this a little earlier. Christians need to be cool. And then dear said, then that fill right at the end, it's like Jesus was cool. I see, see, I look at stuff like that. It's like God, like going, yep, (laughs) yep. It's like, this reminds me of something that happened when I was in Flagstaff. I've told this story before, but it is one of my faves. So I was uh, preaching and was, you know, 15 North Agassiz Street in uh, the Flagstaff Vineyard. And I was preaching. It was Sunday night and it was raining and it was storming. And I was like going after it. And, you know, if I go after it, it. It, it pretty much just goes that way. And so I said, and if Jesus was here right now in the flesh, he would say so. And as soon as I said that, lightning struck and I went. Everybody looked at me and I went, see? <laughs> see, that's that funny. All right. Uh, what was the name of Jacob's only daughter? Ooh, What was the name of Jacob's only daughter? If you think you know, 972-445-0770. Also, 214-210-8483 for the text, david at org. This would be Jacob's only daughter. So the answer to the prior trivia question was, John, when we asked about Peter... Uh, you know, what, uh, whose house did Peter go to? The answer was, uh, who was the mother? It was the mother of John, Mark, or Mark. Either way would have worked. That's fine. Cause he's known by both. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, somebody called in. I don't have their name, but you got it right. You got it right. I just, they have the pow pow, but I can't use their name i don't have their name uh anyway uh again you can answer that trivia question by calling 972 770 you can text 214 210 send an email david at he must send you up to the website don't forget that's a place to give and we can use it okay we're not doing as bad last month was tough I'm not even going to tell you about the last month. last month was tough, but, you know, doing a little better this month. It had some gifts and so on and so forth. We love that. That's really a blessing. If you can give, great. If you can't, don't worry about it. Please, 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 please pray for us. Go to hemustincrease.org. Prayer
1: request? hemustincrease.org.
0: Praise report?
1: hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry?
0: hemustincrease.org.
1: Confused by what's happening right
0: now? He hemustincrease.org. increase.org. He must increase.org. He must increase.org. <laughs> Drum solo.
1: <laughs> I'm playing a
0: guitar. <laughs> While playing guitar. Both. Both. That's tough. That's a good one right there. Uh, trivia question. Then we're gonna go into history. Then we're gonna go into the, rest of the teaching. What was the name of Jacob's only daughter? Um, I can't give you this hint. It's just too good. If I if I do, uh, then it would ruin it. So you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to have you work on that. <laughs> I think it's Genesis 38, but somewhere in the back of my mind, I think that's right. Uh, let's do history. Let's go live let in the past. Let's go live let in the past. All right. Today is uh, ro- Roast Chestnuts Day. Do you ever have roasted chestnuts?
1: I haven't. Is that like a nut, right?
0: It's, it's, well, see, I had them once in New York. They're roasted chestnuts. Like, roasted chestnuts. It's like, they're really good. Is it like nuts? Yeah. Okay. Like I probably a had softy, them before. Softy kind of nut. Uh, You know, kind of like me. Softy, but kind of a nut. Uh, 1719, on this day, the second newspaper in America, the Boston Gazette, was published by William Booker. Uh, it lasted until 1798. So it means it lasted just uh, just under it lasted 79 years. In 1819, on this day, Alabama is admitted as the 22nd United States. 1947, NASCAR is founded in Daytona Beach, Florida. 1959, Barry Gordy found the Motown record label in Detroit, Michigan. And the 1987 Chrysler odometer fraud, the automaker Chrysler pleads no contest to charges of rolling back odometers on cars and selling them as new. Oh man, yeah, that doesn't seem right, does it? <laughs> doesn't. <laughs> it's just like, like what? What? Wow. <laughs> you know
1: what? And the Barry Gordon thing, you know, huh? that's the Motown. The when we start the show, that's the.
0: Yep, yep, feel. yep. Barry Gordon. That's right. I got sunshine. All right, there you go. All right, so let's go back to the trivia question. Eric's correct to me. It's uh, Genesis. He said thirty. I think that's right. But I, I think there's something that happens in thirty-eight, or something happened. I can't remember. That must be a completely different thing. My brain is all like. Blah, 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 blah. I've been dealing with the IRS. Uh, Nobody
1: wants to hear those No, verse.
0: it's not that it's bad that way. It's just that we're listed as a certain way as a nonprofit, and they want us to be—and for us to receive funds from, like, a donation trust. We have to be listed a different way, and that's been fun. That's <laughs> been fun. Here, let me poke you in the eye with this sharp stick. Anyway, uh, what was the name of Jacob's only daughter? Uh, if you think you know, 972 uh, 445 Also text 214 or send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. Here is our next element about Joe. And I like Joe. I think it's important to understand this, that, that when the Bible picks people uh, to illustrate positive and or negative, it's like really important for us to gauge and to understand that. Luke 4. 2 verse 5, referring to Joseph. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. So Joseph goes to register uh, where he's supposed to register for the two of them. And I just, I, I want you to kind of follow the story at this point Joseph has already been told, you're hanging out. You're going to stick with her. He's going to stick with her. He's going to love her. He's going to do the right thing. Uh, And he's got this expectation of just being obedient to the Lord. And in the process of registering to Mary, he's being obedient because he's being told to. It wasn't any kind of breach of his faith or his his walk in registering. That part was fine. But he, he knew what he was getting into. In other words, he was marrying Mary and he's expecting a child. Okay, so I want you to stop being like American for a second and consider this guy knows that for the next 30 years, right, going to be a very committed life. And he does it. He, he's, there's not a lot of places in scripture where Joseph says, I'm not, I don't appreciate this. I don't like this. This is not good. It is amazing that his name is the same name as Joseph in the Old Testament because Joseph in all the stuff that he went through, not compared, but just saying he didn't complain. And here this Joseph, he's not complaining. He's just trusting that God is going to get him through. Does that mean that it's gonna be simplistic? No. Does that mean he's got a um a 401k that's loaded? No. Does it mean he's got all the stuff that he no? Doesn't have what he's got is that the Lord said, do this, I'm with you. He takes Mary on as the wife. He takes Jesus on as his son. And he does so with an excellent spirit of love. And when you are in a situation, you how you react is a large part of the definition about how other people see your faith. And so the question is, do they see your faith in such a way so as to say, wow, that person is close to God, or do they see your faith in such a way as to say there's no difference between that person and any other person? Do you see what I'm saying? It's a big, big deal. And then I, you just go over to Luke 2.22, and Luke says, it says this, when the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Even though Joseph was going to raise him, even though Joseph and Mary are are together and connected, the whole process is what? Surrendered to the Lord. And that's the part I want you to understand. This is the part that I struggle with. This is the part that probably you struggle with, or at least most of us do. And that is you get an idea that God has something he wants to do through you. You you, step—first of all, you get some insight, some instruction. You, You try to be good about it. You step up to the situation. You believe God for the best. But you have to come to a place, no matter what happens in the entire process, where you surrender it. To the Lord, and in Luke two twenty two, it says they came to Jerusalem to present Jesus to the Lord. In other words, He is God's property first, so to speak, and in everything you do, that's how it's got to be for you. So when you're going through a situation and you don't like it and it's frustrating and it can be, you still have to surrender it to the Lord, just like Jesus did in the Garden of Gethsemane. It's just like I I don't want to do this, but I want Your will. More than what I want. I want your purposes more than what I desire. And I just just think about that. And so in your situation, if it's terrible and it's hurtful, and I understand that, and by the way, if you really want to understand how God feels about it, read the last verse in Exodus two. It will really comfort you. But it all has to be surrendered. This is big, my big fight with the Lord. So I had this dream, and then I'll get the call ourselves. I had this dream, and and I was wrestling with my brother. I've mentioned this before. And then somebody's behind me, and they're pushing me to the ground, pushing me to the ground. It's like submit, submit. I'm like no, no, no. You know, in the dream, no, no, no. And then finally, my face is in the dirt, (laughs) submit. And I'm like, okay, fine, I submit. Turn around. There's nobody there. I knew it was God pushing me down, going submit. Just surrender it. It's like that thing you're trying to control. Stop. Surrender it. Surrender it to the Lord. Present it to the Lord. Sacrifice it to the Lord. He'll take care of it. Make it his battle, not yours. Okay, let's have that person uh, buzz on through. Can we do that? Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Yes, hello. Hello? Hi. I was calling. Uh, to
1: answer the trivia question. You
0: got it! Are you ready? You ready to answer? Yes. Okay, what was the name of Jacob's only daughter? Dinah. That is correct, Amanda. Hey. There's somebody that I know, Dave. Excellent job. That was a tough one, too, because a lot of people are like, uh, uh I have no idea. was <laughs> like, that's a good one. Excellent, excellent job. Really good. Did you know right away, or did you have to kind of think about it? Well, How would it go for you? Uh, I actually knew right away. Um, I like Genesis. I read that a few times, and I know that story gets pretty deep with Dinah. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. What happens to her, yeah. And What's your name again? Mindy. Lindy? Mm -hmm. Mindy. Okay. All right. Very. What a blessing. Thank you, by the way, for calling in, and thank you for helping people. I mean, that's just awesome. Great job. Thank you. I'm enjoying the show. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Bless you. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Okay. So is that somebody you somebody you know? That's right. And her name again is Mindy. Mindy, right? She was
1: a little shy about coming on air like like some she of our callers. She did fantastic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You tell Mindy anytime she can call, anytime. She did an excellent job. Mindy, you did a fabulous job, okay? I can't I don't know how well I can say fabulous. Fabulous. No, that's Billy, that's Billy Crystal when he goes up. It's fabulous. Okay, I can't do that. But uh, excellent, excellent work. All right, we'll take our break and then come back. So much to do. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM seven seventy, the truth station here in Texas. Short break, don't go anywhere.
1: what is the david spoon experience
0: when joshua was trying to figure out you know the lord and his decision for the lord and he he was doing pretty good and had good training uh uh, he made a decision to to follow the lord then he made a decision that he wanted to really commit to devotions i told him i was proud of him for that that's his own decision he has to make that call nobody can choose that you know i was listening to something the other day, and this is one of the most bizarre statements. You're never going to hear a more bizarre statement. I hope this gets on the radio. You know, you can be born and raised Jewish. You can be born and raised Italian. You can be born and raised in many different things, but you can't be born a Christian. Can't do it because you have to make a decision for Jesus Christ. There's no being born a Christian. That doesn't work. That's a lie. You have to make a choice, an individual choice. Your fifteen generations of your family could be Christians. When you're born, that does not make you a Christian. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's when you become a Christian. You understand that difference? There's just something that dawned on me. Like, you know, people don't talk that way. Well, he was born in a Christian family. That doesn't mean he's a Christian. Plenty of murderers came out of Christian families. That doesn't mean a thing. That's nothing. But anyway, going back to it, I had to add sure of that because that thought that just really struck me as odd. But the power of our words is, is, is so noticeable. And Jesus says, hey, you know, i got one for you. By your words, you're going to be justified. And by your words, you're going to be condemned. So my question to pose is why? That's so forceful and brutal. And the answer is in Matthew chapter 15. Matthew, you guys like that one, huh? Right there, I can tell below, I like that. Matthew chapter 15, here's the reason. Verse 18, Matthew 15, 18 says this. But the things that come out of the mouth come from the heart. And the reason that Jesus said, by your words you will be justified and by your words you'll be condemned is because your words reveal what's in your heart. And you will know, you can listen to other people and know by their speech. And I'm not even talking about coarse language. I'm not talking about swearing. I'm not even talking about any of that. I'm not even necessarily talking about negative speech. I'm talking about you will know a person's heart by what they say.
1: The David Spoon Experience.
0: Like any person searching for answers, I too have wondered about him. He has a weird sense of humor. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? No, I don't think so. Those big ears really don't help. Will people enjoy his perspective on culture, politics, food, sports, and local and national news? I don't know. He's just a client. Tune in to the David Spoon
1: experience on KAAM.
0: Welcome back. To the David Spoon experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the Truth Station here in Texas. Getting ready for our last trivia question. Now, this should be really easy. Okay. I'm just going to say that. All right. I mean, really easy. (laughs) Okay. Just kind of being nice about it. How many. Genealogies of Jesus are recorded in the New Testament. Okay, okay, okay. How many genealogies are recorded about Jesus in the New Testament? If you think you know the answer, Joy and Cordelia, pow pow. 972 445 0770 214 210 8483. That's the text. Then David at he must That is the email. Um, so if I ever send you a text and it says pow pow, that means you were first in the trivia. Okay. I'm just telling you because somebody who I don't know sent that in, got the right answer. So I'm going to send them back a pow pow just so they can know. Okay. All right. I'm just explaining things so people can understand. (laughs) Uh, don't forget about our modified schedule for next week. Uh, Thursday, Friday, tomorrow, and Friday will be relatively normal. Then, um, Monday and Tuesday it should be a little bit of fun. And we'll Wednesday and Thursday we're being preempted. And then Friday, we don't know if we're on or not. We won't know until probably Wednesday or Thursday, late Thursday. So it's going to be kind of like throwing the dice. Well, do the best we can. Arr, trivia question, how many genealogies of Jesus are recorded in the New Testament? So that does not mean how many generations from one point to one point. How many total genealogies of Jesus are recorded in the New Testament? Nine, seven, two, four, four, five, zero, seven, seven, zero. Also, two, one, four, two, one, zero, eight, four, eight, three. Thank you guys for all the stuff that you guys do for us. We appreciate it. We appreciate the phone calls. We appreciate the giving. We appreciate the ministry that you all do. On our behalf, and we love you guys, too. And uh, Dynamite D has been—I think you've been having a pretty good time, and I think we're just like—it's been kind of cool, right? Yeah, just rolling. There's a couple of moments where you're just like, oh, that's the Holy Spirit. Oh. Yeah. Like, you know it. Yeah. It's like you know, people are like, well, you shouldn't be able to say that. You should exactly be able to say that. Yeah. That's I mean, the whole point. All right. So we talked about uh, Joe— <laughs> Joseph, his name means Jehovah increases, and that would be true, especially of his son. Hello. Uh, he was obedient. He wasn't a jerk. He was a step-up parent. He believed the best. He kept God as his priority. The last thing we talked about was him surrendering. So I want to talk about this other thing. This is uh, important, too, as a parent. Okay, It's not just a dad, but it is Like, but it's also this Matthew chapter 2, verse 14. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and he left for Egypt. You think, well, why did he do all that? And that was to protect. Mary and Jesus from the opportunity of them being uh, assassinated. Now you might think, well, so what do you mean assassinated? They were trying to kill them. That's called, that's assassination. And uh, uh, the, apparently the devil thought that was going to work. That wasn't going to work. So the idea behind that is that he was a great parent for multiple reasons, not the least of which is he watched out for his family. Now, watching out for your family does not always mean taking them to Egypt. So I just want to make sure you understand that. Job watched out for his family faithfully. Just before you get upset about that, he prayed for his kids just worrying that they might say something wrong or do something wrong when they had a little too many pina coladas. Okay? mean that's what was going on. I mean, don't call it what it isn't, call it what it is. And so, uh, and yes, they did get uh, uh, wiped out in the trial. There's no way you can get away from that. And yes, they were replaced, I mean, ironically. And yes, there was false accusation that they died because of their own sinfulness, which is not true. It was all because of a trial. And the point in saying all of that is that joseph was a protector of his family and you as a parent be it mom or dad should be also a protector of your family looking out for your family praying for your family giving input to your family you know loving on your family um i had a nice call with my son today we just talked about a couple of things and uh he, he he's got this new thing where he Just bear with me, because you have to understand how I am. He's like, you know, I'm reading this portion, Dad, and I don't like it. (laughs) So I said to him, well, we'll let God know you don't like it. In the meantime, you do what God says. (laughs) Like That's like the parenting part, right? Then there's the proud father part that he's, he's reading, right? That's like the most important thing. And it's all like connected to that. And you watch out for your family through prayer, through care. Through discernment, you don't even have to tell them you're always watching out for them. You just do it. That's the right parental thing to do, even if your child is a billion miles away from God and a billion miles away from you. You still protect them. Okay, that's your job. Do your job. All right. All right. Somebody ready to answer the trivia question? Send them on through. Knock knock. This is David. Who am I talking to?
1: Uh, hi, sir. My name is Danny.
0: Hi, Danny. How are you?
1: Pretty good, thank you.
0: All right, this is a classic question, and we'll we'll get you there one way or another. How many genealogies of Jesus are recorded in the New Testament? I hope
1: I have it right. I think four. Okay, okay. now here's I think, what I want you I to do. Okay,
0: follow, follow with me. Sure. What we're looking for is genealogies out of the Gospels. Okay, so you got Matthew, Mark, Luke, okay. and John. So that's a good. That was a good first guess. Now I'll give you a second step. In okay. in the Matthew one, it takes us back to Abraham. And in does, the yeah. Luke one, it takes us back to Adam. So how many are those? Adam and Abraham. How many of them would that be? That'd be two, but That Adam is correct. First, right? But that's, that's the king. key. The key is the long <laughs> genealogies are those two. In other words, we weren't we wasn't going for the big theology on it. I was going for the kind of the simplistic. So one of them refers to Joseph, the other one refers to Mary, one is to Abraham, yeah, and one is to Adam. But that was a great job. That's exactly well, you, what you gotta thank be you. doing. perfect 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 for the show we love that and is there anything we could be praying for you about oh no
1: sir i'm i'm good to go i just i i really appreciate you all so much and i just wanted to call and tell you that and and thank you and god bless you well let me
0: let me pray for you can i pray for you just real quick with a okay? all right let's pray father i lift up danny to you just ask you bless him fill his heart full of your love and full of your grace pour your spirit into his heart and mind, just fill him with you, and let him be a blessing to those around him. Encourage him, strengthen him, and let him know how much you love him, and we appreciate him. Let your blessing reign upon him, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Amen. Thank, thank you, sir. Thank you are you. more than welcome, and God bless you, brother. God bless you. Thank you. Uh huh. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Anytime you guys want to call. See, that's what we want. We want we you to We love call. those new calls. I tell
1: them all the time. when Everybody say they're nervous. We don't care about that. Yeah, we love to have you yeah, on there.
0: Yeah, yeah, Just Call. Come on in. Come on in. Wait, what was it? Everybody into the pool. Like it's just, The water's fine. Come on in. All right, uh Steve is sending me a text. I can't read it, Steve, because I only got like 45 seconds left. So I'm gonna have to respond to him while I'm driving home. Uh I just want you guys to be aware of this. Joseph, cool guy, right? A lot cooler than maybe he gets credit for. He was obedient, he wasn't a jerk, he was a step up parent, he believed the best, he kept God as the priority, watched out for his family. I mean, that's what a guy, right? I wish I was half that of as a dad. You see, you have to understand Jewish people. <laughs> Your Thanksgiving is our conversation at night. If, if you just get that, you got it. You would understand it all. All right. Love you guys. We'll do it all again tomorrow live. Never hesitate to call. Always our blessing to hear from you. You've been listening to the David Moon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true Station here in Texas, taking a 22 and a half hour break. Then we'll come back. More Insanity with Spinanity. Talk to you then.
1: The views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.